love me, yeah, they love me. First, love yourself. And God, we trust. Trust me, I don't trust myself. Your jewelry, I get it to. Welcome back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. It will also match your first deposit up to $100, and you get a special pick when you sign up. I'm Treasure Wilson, a.k.a. Stat Baby, along with your hosts, Mace and Cam. Woo! I'm not gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. The reason I'm I'm so happy because you're not even really title tail. You left. You left middle of the season. You left middle of the season. So I'm not gonna front. This was a great game, man. This was a great game, bro. I wore a money green suit for this. Oh. Yeah, pardon me. You, pardon you me see me, OJ? I wore a money green suit for this. Yeah, pardon me, I'm not dressed. I was out and about, you know, shit getting a little shaky out here. I had to make sure I was in the right uniform in case I had to shake out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. You, know, you don't know what's going to happen out here. Shit is a wild weekend, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Killer and shout out to this money green suit I got on. Back to the money green suit, oh. It's money day, oh. Hey, hey, hey hold on. Excuse, excuse we didn't even introduce. Voice. Hold right. on. We, hold on. Oh, we got to introduce Right. Him. We have a lot to discuss. Vegas is super packed for Super Bowl weekend, but today we are joined with our analyst, OJ. Hey. Yeah, Vegas is crowded. I, I apologize that my voice is gone up. It's a lot of yelling today and last night, but today that game was a great game. And uh, Mace, I, I give you, hey man, uh, hold on, you guys want? Oh, hold, wait hold, up. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick, Mace. Before we get to the game, man, we just want to check on your health. It was a lot of uh, speculation oh, and rumors out there. I'm not sure it's true or not. We know what's going on, but the people are concerned about you and. TMZ put a report out about uh, the cancer that you're fighting and so on and so forth. Do you wish to talk about that? Because your health is more important than anything else. You know uh, we no, love you, I, man. I'm fine. I, yeah, I do have that, but I, I, you know, I got rid of it for a while and it's back a little bit. I'm going to get rid of it again. But I, you know, as I said, I'm not in no, no rest home or nothing. I'm out and about. You know, I was uh, at parties last night. Unfortunately, I'm not going to any parties tonight. Okay. <laughs> uh, because of my niners, but no, I'm fine. And it, 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 I do want to say thank you. I got so many calls, so many people on my uh, on the internet uh, wishing me well and all of that. Uh, I, I want to thank you for that. Now, right now, it's my voice from too much yelling. And Mace, I'm a, and Mace. So, so in other words, you feel you feel all right. So we could get on your ass. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> all, yeah. all that shit you was you talking. All right, cool. All right, say no more. We just, all right, all yeah. right. So since we talking, oh, yeah. I bought you a little <laughs> present, though. <laughs> since you okay now. <laughs> <laughs> you know them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's what Cam said. It was a great game. Yeah, I mean, it was a great game. I thought the 49ers uh, uh, outplayed them in the first half, especially with the defense. But a couple of things happened coming out in the third quarter. I couldn't understand why the 49ers went pass, pass, pass out, pass, pass, pass out, pass, pass, pass out. I mean, we've talked about Purdy enough, but Purdy's not Dan Marino. You know, why Why are you throwing the ball so much? Why aren't you running the ball like you did in the first half? And, oh, uh, this really pissed me off. Greenleaf, Green, uh, Greenlaw, Greenleaf, this guy, I swear to God, his first three or four tackles, he came out of the pile, you know, low, low to the ground, uh, doing all that fancy crap. And I, I swear to you, I told the people I was watching the game with, and it was a lot of people, I said, that guy's going to hurt himself. You watch. And a few plays later, just jogging on the field, trying to be low, uh, hey, he hurt himself. And he he's, was out for the whole game. I, he might have an Achilles. You know, so uh, these, these guys, I don't know why they feel 
that if they make a tackle, they got to, you know, uh, celebrate, uh, uh, let the whole world know it's them that made that tackle. That hurt them because he's one of their top defense players. Um, the only other question I have is, uh, Mace, can you button that suit? <laughs> that, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. You back, oh. Wow. wow. You back, oh. Wow. Your school jacket on. Oh. Oh, let me tell you something, oh. <laughs> Listen to this, oh. The guys who own the bank don't button their jackets, oh. <laughs> okay, the right. employees got to button their jacket and come correct, oh. But thank you. All right. So since you back now, no, I like that energy. I'm welcoming all pause, all that energy, oh. So back to the um, 49ers, since I got a grasp on the obvious, that's what I want to talk about. What do I have a grasp on the obvious about? Now we know Mace is right all of the time, oh. I'm the new expert. You're the football analyst intern for me now. Where's your blueberry juice at? That's what you promised me. Where's the blueberry juice? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> It's not blue enough, I hope. I was expecting blueberry juice. No, but to get to the game, um, I thought Pacheco was trying to sell a game out. In the first half, those two fumbles he had, I thought he was definitely trying to sell the game out. And then it was crazy because I was thinking, why are they going away from Kelsey? And then in the second half, they started going back to Kelsey. And number 79, I don't know what his name is on it, on the offensive line, he was just letting everybody pause, get to um, Mahomes. And I thought he was actually going to um, cause us to lose the game. But when I thought about it, we was down seven points. And I would say we. I know Cam going to have something to say about that. You, we you, were you down got the seven points. Not me. Listen, we was down seven points, but we wasn't going to our, our strengths, which is Kelsey. And every time he was reestablishing himself, and, and making plays, I knew he was going to win. Actually, I did. That's why I was staying a little longer watching the game to see how he's going to pull a game out. But shout out to Purdy. He came close to doing something Joe Burrows wasn't able to do, but now we got to put them all in that list. Wow. It's just Pat yeah. Mahomes and um, what's his name? And, yeah. and what's the guy named from Brady? It's just Pat Mahomes and Brady. There's nobody else to talk about. We them niggas. Well, I'm, not kicking, I'm not kicking my 49ers to the curb, so I'm. First I'm of all, Troy, like see, niggas forget so quick. Troy Aikman got three and four. <laughs> niggas gonna forget about Troy Aikman. He's <laughs> gonna forget new about hotness, <laughs> niggas. <laughs> you know the young niggas will forget about you, Gen, Gen yeah, Z, right? That's why they I'm here. Get two two trophies or three niggas just start forgetting everybody. They start putting them up there with with Brady all of a sudden. Pat Mahomes is the real deal. Listen, this was an excellent game. This this was a roller coaster. I was saying before we filmed, I would have loved to have been with OJ to watch this game because I know his nerves were jittery the whole entire game, man. Um, I'm not really very worried about Mace the fans seeing him abandon Kansas City during the middle of the season, and now he's back with a brand new shiny Kansas City helmet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Cam. Listen, I'm going to find the footage myself. I ain't even going to leave it up to Nick. I'm going to go through the footage later on in the day and find when you say, I just can't mess with them die. people. Title Town's on the move. Then when they start winning again, he said, yeah, we're playing on the road. <laughs> That's why I'm on the move. <laughs> I'm going to find the footage. Secondly, oh, you can start with the depression too. You another one. Buffalo Bills, can 49ers when it's convenient. Your last two, three years playing in the NFL, you went to the – look, I grew up in the Bay. All y'all got spare teams all year long, man. <laughs> I ain't going to even get on y'all today because, listen, man, it was a great game, even if these are y'all teams. I enjoyed this game. Even in the first half when people was like, um, 
oh, this game isn't really that good. It isn't that good. It was a great defensive game in the first half. Everything yeah. is not about scoring a million points in the first or second, third, or fourth quarter. Sometimes it's a great defensive game. It picked up in the second half scoring-wise. But the difference in this game, to be totally honest with, with you, is two things. One thing is this. When Kansas City punted the ball to the 49ers and the ball hit the foot of one of the 49ers players and Kansas City recovered it on about the 15-yard line and the very uh -oh. next play, Patrick Mahomes threw a touchdown. They were struggling up until that point. That was a momentum shifter. As soon as it hit his foot and they got the ball back, that was equivalent to a fourth and 50. I mean, a four days I had fourth and eight. You kick a field goal 50 yards, and then you get the ball right back. That's like just picking up 50 yards on fourth down, and then you score a touchdown the very, very next play. The second thing to me that was a deciding factor is when they blocked that extra point. Yeah. When they blocked that extra yeah. point, that would have put them cool. up four points instead of three points. And then Kansas City would have had to score a touchdown instead of kicking the field goal to tie it to go into overtime. Those were the two deciding factors for me, anyway, about the game. Outside of those um, two points I made, I thought it was an outstanding game. Patrick Mahomes really showed that, look, I'm going to put this thing on my back. Passing, running, uh, leadership, et cetera. Um, I can't say enough about Patrick Mahomes, man. Uh, it, it was people calling me, my man Larry, thinking, what was it, Larry? About a minute 39 left to about 49. Is, what was it? It was it was something yeah, like that, that for minute fifty eight to about forty nine is, and all I remember me and Larry was talking about when Patrick Mahomes had about fourteen or fifteen seconds and got like sixty yards against Buffalo, and they scored it, scored a uh, a field goal um, in that AFC conference finals a few years ago. I said this. How long? 13? 13 seconds. 13 seconds. Yeah. 13 seconds. Exactly. So when you're giving him two minutes, that's way too much time. And I was saying also, I said, listen, if the 49ers don't, don't get us uh, an overtime, I'm talking about, if the 49ers do not get a, a touchdown, you might, if this was Tom Brady, I said you could cancel Christmas. I said, I would go do whatever I want, come back and know that the Patriots would have won that game if that was the same scenario that Patrick Mahomes was in. And he had another Tom Brady moment. So even when, you know, I'm, I'm fucking with Mace and all that shit, but this was Tom Brady shit that just happened. Yeah. This was definitely yeah. Tom Brady shit that just happened. Even Andy Reid, to the very last play of the game, they get the ball, they get a, they, they get a first down on the three-yard line or fourth-yard line with 32 seconds left and two timeouts. I'm looking at the clock. I said, why is they not calling the timeout? Yeah. Why are they not calling the timeout? I'm going off on Andy Reid. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing, Andy Reid? Why are you not calling the, the clock is at five, 15 seconds. You're not calling the timeout? Pat Mahomes snaps the ball with nine seconds left, throws a touchdown. I just say, let me just mind my motherfucking <laughs> business, man. I just, I just need to shut the fuck up because obviously Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are so dialed in with each other that, I, I, I listen, let me tell you something. If that didn't go right, everybody would be going crazy on NDB. Why didn't you score a call to touchdown? You had, yeah. I mean, timeout. You had two timeouts remaining. That's how much confidence he has in Patrick Mahomes that they let that clock run down to nine seconds before they threw a pass. And I thought that was, I thought that may have been the stupidest shit in the world, but it ended up winning the Super Bowl for them. Congratulations. Um, the, the offensive, the defensive line for, uh, San Francisco did a tremendous job uh, putting a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahomes all game. I'm sitting there looking at Patrick Mahomes' number, numbers, and I'm sitting there saying to myself, damn, he still had 333 300. passing yeah. yards, and it didn't seem like that because he was under pressure so much all game. Not only that, the man ran for 66 yards as well. I said, listen, man, those Kansas City niggas, they got their shit. Uh, down, down pack, man. Even Travis Kelsey, he didn't really have a great first half, showed up in the second half. And another deciding factor is the way they neutralized Kittles. Kittles had two catches for four yards. He just made yeah. first team 
all pro. That means he's the number one tight end pause in football ahead of Travis Kelsey, four yards in the Super Bowl. You got to give Kansas City defense a lot of credit for that. But uh, I know we have some more to talk about. I just want to give my quick summary of the game. Yeah. And I thought that it was a spectacular game from start to finish. Yeah, and we got to give a shout I out a to question. the kicker. The kicker kept them in the game. Yeah. You know? The kicker from um, KC definitely but, kept us in the game. And the thing about it is. Let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. What was with Kelsey running and knocking Andy Reid down? Yeah, I, I like I like I like pause when he did that because that's what we're talking about with this new generation. We're in the championship. I want to win this game. Get me the ball. That's how we got here. Throw the ball to me. We gonna win this game. So that's what he was really letting them know. I don't know what it was about, but it was crazy. Andy Reid bumped yeah. him a few weeks ago first. <laughs> not, yeah. not to that capacity, but <laughs> okay. No, go ahead. When I saw that, I said, geez, what was that about? Yeah, I, w- I would like to know what was behind it as well because they never really elaborated on what uh-huh. he was actually mad about. But shit, he wasn't having a good game. I could see the frustration. The shorty up point, there, yeah. Ice Spicer, in the, in the, in the skybox. Yo, mate, she been a long way from the place of pizza. She in the, <laughs> she in the skybox with And Taylor she Smith. made this Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, yeah. so. But I want to say something about the Kansas City kicker. He has pause, 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 pause. Yeah. He has a hell of a leg. This man had his 57-yard field goal with it being blocked. Mm-hmm. The, the, the punt was actually yeah. tipped, and it still went for the 57 yards. They were saying in warm-ups he was hitting 70-yard field goals. Uh, probably one of the strongest legs in football right now, if not ever. If you're hitting 70-yard field goals in practice, that's amazing. And if you're hitting 57-yard field goals when it's still being tipped, that's amazing as well. So, yes, he does deserve a lot of credit. Okay, so we touched on a lot of parts, but I do want to also acknowledge, like, the Chiefs didn't make a lot of little mistakes and still managed to get things done because the center was throwing a lot of very low snaps that Patrick Mahomes still managed to figure out ways to keep it going to get another first down and then convert it to, you know, making good passes and stuff. So they did have a lot of mistakes, but shout-out to you guys for being able to follow through. I think... Could you, this could is you one not of those say games. you guys? Yeah. You just say, She's right. Let, Cam, let her do her job. See, let her do her job. But Cam. it's like, I'm going to give it to Mace because at the end of the day, he's been saying title town from the beginning. And I know it's one of the things that's like, there's no way Stat is acknowledging Mace right stat, now. But stat. I have to give it to him because he has been consistently saying that. What, what, Nobody wants to hear that no, right first, now, but it's first, the truth. First of all, he t- took title town away from Kansas City and was going to place it wherever it needed to be placed at. <laughs> so at the end of the day, if you want to go, if you want to go in the comments, you see If you want to go in the comments with him, go ahead. You, you see, see him right now. Read, I'm in the comments all day. Y'all don't read these comments. That's what I'm trying to say. And it's good, maybe y'all don't, so y'all can stay focused. But I know they know they can see y'all. <laughs> they can see y'all in the comments. But I'm Mace just telling has, you, Mace kind of has to. You see him right now. You know what this is. You know what this is called. <laughs> this look. Crazy. He said. <laughs> he said. He said. Casket sharp. Yeah, I hear you. Casket sharp. Me not going away for my nigga. <laughs> he not going away for my nigga, Paul. <laughs> I don't want him in there. Oh, no. <laughs> never that, never yeah. that. But he had to debrief me. He said, oh. this is the look that he's going for today. So <laughs> salute to y'all. Give a lot of credit to Patrick Mahomes because he did have a phenomenal game and obviously the rest of the players as well. Um, we talked a lot about the game, but first, what did you guys think about the game even going into overtime? OJ first. Well, when it went into overtime, uh, uh, I was happy because because uh, Kansas City didn't score at the end of the game. You know, uh, they gave them a chance to, and they didn't. So I was kind of glad when they went into overtime. Uh, but I hated when they they got down there, the 49ers. They're in the red zone, and they had a first down down there, and they, they just couldn't get it done. And that last play they had there, uh, Chris Jones came in on him kind of fast, but they had a guy wide open. I think it was IU running across the uh, uh, the end zone. Now I know this, and uh, and I said this because me and my son uh, we drove home because I had to get here to get ready for this, so we left the party that we're at. And I, as we were driving home, I said the one thing I do know. 
when you have a chance to beat Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, you got to do it. And the forty uh, and the Forty Niners had a chance then, and they didn't get it done. Uh, you just can't do that against a team like you know the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. If you have a chance to beat them, and they had a couple of chances to beat them uh, there near the end of the game and then overtime, but they didn't make the plays to do it. And I'm I'm just a, a believer. Uh, I I believe in Patrick Mahomes, you know, and I believe that. He's not the kind of guy you can give two or three opportunities for him to beat you. Because if you do, he's going to beat you. And that's what the 49ers did. They gave him a number of opportunities at the end of the game when they had a chance to put the game away. A lot of excuses, OJ. I'm listening, man. I know you're recovering and all that. OJ, listen, man. I got a grasp on the obvious, oh. Look look yeah. here, oh, this is a grasp on the obvious. This is what it means to have a grasp on the obvious, oh. The new expert is the over here, man. You're the big banker. Yeah. The big banker. The big banker. Hey, oh, my new code. We going code cam now, right? But they're going to have to give me my own code. You got your own No, code. it's Title Town. Okay. It ain't me. Okay. It's Title Town. When you want the champs, you come to me. Any other play you want, go to cam. That's code cam. Title Town is where you get your champs from. But go ahead, O. Yeah, Back you, to you. If, if you want to make money, definitely use Code Cam. I sent about yeah, 19 niggas to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You're the banker. You know, we listen to our bank. What <laughs> 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 um, I say about the question was about going into overtime. I was excited. Look, I had no, I had really no dog in the fight. So the whole game to me was really exciting as opposed to Mason, OJ. Um, they had the teams they want to win. Me, I was just excited to see a good game. As it got towards the end, I, I'm not going to lie, I kind of started wanting Kansas City to win because, look, I'm a fan of greatness. I'm not going to lie. I, I like greatness. And, um, Thank you, Cam. Yeah. I, I mean, that's why I'm here because I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> if I, I live, when, you know, when I wake up in the morning, go in the mirror, that's the first thing I see is greatness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to that yeah. on the wake up. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, that's what I, I'm used to seeing. So I, 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 I like it. Look, I ain't going to hold you. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the Patriots. I'm a fan of the Spurs. I'm a fan yeah. of Golden State. And I'm a, and not saying any of those are my, the Spurs are my team, but I'm not going to say Golden State is my team or Patriots are my team. But I like seeing that because, like, even uh, Stat was like, she wants to see somebody else win a yeah. week or two ago or whatever. But I'm like, you got you to gotta stop niggas. And th- yeah, you got to do something about it. That's yo. that underdog spirit. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. yeah. well, you know, not underdog not, fantasy. Not underdog fantasy. But, but, clear. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah you got to do something about it. When you're, when you're not the champion, and I use this in boxing, when you're not the champion and you're going for a championship in boxing and you let it go into the judges' hands and you don't win, that's on you. You have to take the title from the champion. And the 49ers simply didn't do that. Um, but as far as it going in overtime, I enjoyed every second of this game from beginning. And I was re- it was really, really a good game. Like I said, I wanted Kansas City to win towards the end. I wouldn't have been mad if the 49ers won either way. But just watching the game, it was a fucking roller coaster. It really was, man. It really was. So it was a great game. Patrick Mahomes is now a three-time Super Bowl MVP. Is that who you expected to win, OJ? Oh well, yeah, Patrick is the guy. He's he's their Mister Everything. Are you? They win because of Patrick's uh, attitude. Uh, Patrick, you know, you could see him talking to the guys. Uh, there was one time I said they're gonna score on this drive. Look at Patrick. Look how he's talking to the guys in the huddle. You watch, they're gonna score on this drive, and they did score on that drive. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's a winner. The guy is a winner. He's the kind of guy that everybody wants on their team. Everybody would, would like to have Patrick Mahomes and 
play with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I don't think there's a player in the NFL, offensive player, in football today that wouldn't tell you, oh, I would love to be on Patrick Mahomes' team. So uh, uh, three MVPs at, uh, at 28 years of age. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's almost incredible, you know, especially when you consider the changeover that they've had, you know, uh, changeover at receiver. You know, um, uh, you thought when this season started that it was over for Kansas City, that it was kind of over for Patrick and them dominating because they, you assume they didn't have any receivers. Uh, and by the end of the season, you know, they had them young boys uh, making great catches for Patrick. But Patrick is, uh, he's, the, he's the engine. He's the guy that makes it work. He's the guy that uh, pumps all the guys up. And three MVPs in, what, four years, five years now? Uh, it's, it's incredible. It really is. OJ, this is sad to see you talk like this, you know. You, you're trying to give us credit, and I don't see no NFL <laughs> helmets around you. It's just a, it's a sad morning for you. <laughs> Do you see it? It's definitely naked back. You don't see no golf clubs, <laughs> no helmets, no nothing, no J. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Um, there's <laughs> definitely no bills. He got one lonely. I ain't gonna hold you. That even that forty nine inch flag in the back look dry and sad. <laughs> Is that a USC blanket? <laughs> that joint looked dry and sad. It looked like he took that joint out the out the joint that was in the basement for a minute. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Um. As far as Patrick Mahomes winning MVP, yeah, look, the numbers say he should win MVP, but more than the numbers, it's something that doesn't show up on the stat sheets, his attitude. OJ just said it. When he gets out on the field, and I think we've seen that a lot this season because everything hasn't been as smooth this season as it's been in past seasons when they go to the championship or win a Super Bowl or so on and so forth, and we've seen the fire. We've seen the anger. We've seen, uh, we were just talking about Kelsey bumping yeah. Andy Reid. Andy Reid bumped Kelsey a few a few weeks ago. And Patrick Mahomes is on the sideline throwing helmets, yelling at people, flipping out, acting dark-skinned like his father is. Yeah. That nigga has really shown that he wants it. You know, a lot of times because you light-skinned and you cool and you got curly hair and you do shampoo commercials, you think niggas is all like, <laughs> like the barge and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like you wanted the you barge brothers so and sweet. shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he had to let niggas know that they don't get the complexion fucked up. Yeah. And like I said, outside his numbers, his attitude alone um, shows that he really wants it. The numbers say MVP all over it. If I took these numbers away and just went by his attitude, it says MVP as well. What I will say is this, three MVPs at 28 years old. Tom Brady has five total MVPs, not championship, five MVPs in the Super Bowl alone. Um, we know how hard it is to win a Super Bowl, but this is potential to pass the GOAT with MVPs with a lot of times left. You got to realize Tom Brady stopped playing at 44 years old or 45. That is 16 years away from where Patrick Mahomes is right now at this very moment. So the kid got a lot of time um, to win some more Super Bowls and MVPs. What I will say is this. Um, Tyreek Hill and Eric Enemy, y'all got to feel like shit. Yeah. Y'all got to feel like shit, man. I know y'all got the money and you wanted to go be a head coach and do your own thing. Tyreek has been two years. They won two Super Bowls without you. And you my nigga, I ain't got no problem with you, but it got to hurt. Because yeah. imagine the niggas he around. Right now, right now, the niggas here around like, shit would have been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> shit would have been wild if you was playing, yo. Yeah. Niggas might have blew niggas out. <laughs> you got to think about that. Now you sitting there with me and Tito was talking about it. Everybody, enemies out of job right now. Yeah. And over there trying to go to Washington, you was down with this dynasty. Mm -hmm. You was dialing up spectacular plays. 
And Tito was like, yo, maybe he should go back. This was like last week. He said, maybe he should go back to Kansas City. And I told Tito, if they win the Super Bowl, for what? Yeah. Y'all niggas want the bus moves. We won without y'all. Now niggas want to come home. Not yeah, saying that's what's going to happen. Yeah, the price going to be different. <laughs> oh, yeah, you might catch him for a two for one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might could get him on the river special. <laughs> but at the end of the day, <laughs> they got to feel like shit. You know, I, I brought them up because they not really on our list of what we're going to be talking about today. But just sitting there thinking about it, you got to think about See, Tyreek Hill, it's one thing because he caught a wild bag. Yeah. But you was going to get some money, but sometimes you just want to win. Yeah. You, you want to win. Back to my OJ, you know, back to OJ. This is what you was talking about, OJ, pocket watching niggas. He got 160 million, nigga. Kansas City might have offered him 120. How much is enough? <laughs> he wanted <laughs> the extra 40. And now he's Super Bowlless since he left. Eric Bannemi, you want to be a head coach? You part of something great. A lot of times, even like with groups and rap groups, every rap group breaks yeah. up because and they don't realize they part of something great. Because somebody thinks that they're better than the process of the group. Yeah. It's so many groups that if they would have maintained what they was doing, they think they're bigger than what the process is in the music group. Yeah. And, and listen, when you're part of something great, don't fuck it up, bro. That's all I'm saying. Don't fuck it up. Eric Bannamy, I know it's a sad night for you. I know, I know, I know it was a sad night. <laughs> it gotta hurt. Because yeah. Washington didn't even do good. They fired Rivera. Kicked you out the door the week later. Now you jobless. Don't, don't. Get it. Takes Andy Reid. Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> start talking about where you going to be at next week. Busy, nigga. <laughs> yeah. He going to show the text to them. Look at this yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hit me right back. That's yeah. my man. I don't know, bro. I think Eric Bannamy's a great, great mind and dials up some dope shit. But I, I would say what May says. The price got to be retarded low. Yeah. Like, you know them shoes, which you, they call it the bin. I don't know if y'all niggas know what the bin is. When you walk past the sneaker store, the shit that's outside, all the sneakers <laughs> dumped in one, and you just pick some out, and you be like, yeah, these look like my size. That's what Eric Bannerby's in the bin. They <laughs> gonna catch him with that. So I do want to read Patrick Mahomes' resume real quick because at 28 years old, he's a two-time NFL MVP, two-time first-team All-Pro, has six straight AFC championship games, Three-time Super Bowl champ, three-time Super Bowl MVP, and has a $500 million contract. So Patrick Mahomes is obviously doing a phenomenal job. So before we go into the things surrounding the game, right, a lot of people are saying that the game is rigged. What do you have to say to the Don't people? Don't start that. I, we got to We got We got to address it. A lot of people are like, the game was rigged. This was set up from the beginning. I are just you... want to know you guys' thoughts. OJ, you want to go first? And then I, you know, I, I, over the years, over the years, I've had a lot of people say, come on, you can't tell me the game ain't real. So-and-so did this, referee did this. Uh, and I said, man, look, you got 54 guys out there. They all plan to get a good contract. They ain't doing nothing not to get that contract. They're not missing tackles. You know what I mean? They're not missing passes so that they can win or lose. The team can win or lose. They are looking at those contracts. They know their contracts is tied to the receptions, to the sacks. Uh, you can't, you can't rig a game. I mean, you. I don't think you can rig a game. Uh, maybe a quarterback could, you know, an individual like that. But you, you the league, uh, uh, you can't rig an entire game where all the players are doing something, trying to win or lose. Uh, I never thought saw a game I thought was rigged. Uh, I saw a game where. I thought the uh, umpire should should have been fired. That's when uh, um, um, I, uh, I'm trying to think of what it was. He was running down the sideline to touch, score a touchdown. He got hit, and the referee didn't throw the flag. It was so obvious to everybody, you know. Uh, I know what you're you talking about like, too. It was um, yeah. damn. Yeah. It was the Saints. Uh, it was a Saints game. Saints, the Saints it was, was playing. Saints. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you 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 could think that that. That that ref or umpire, he he was favoring the, the, the that, other that team. That was ridiculous. You know? That that yeah, cost him a trip to the Super Bowl. You absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it was really too obvious. So you could you could think that in uh, in that game. Uh, so sometimes you can think that uh, an umpire or somebody 
uh, might be leaning one way or the other way. But as far as the players are concerned, no. No, there's, there's no rigging of games. And once again, excuse my voice. Uh, Are you good? We understand the pain. Pause. Listen, uh, I I don't know about NFL. You would you would have a better better knowledge than I would. But basketball, shit. Referees done admitted yeah, it. Yeah. Players done admitted it. The mafia done yeah. been involved in the fifties and sixties. <laughs> <laughs> basketball can definitely get rigged. Um, I'm not sure about. Football, and I'm going to take your word on that, OJ. It's, it's, it's a big team sport. Everybody will have to be on the same page, or a lot of people will have to be on the same page. But what I think is this, is that anybody with a smartphone is like anybody pause who has an asshole. You can have an opinion. And then what happens is you start all this shit up. Oh, it's rigged. It's rigged. Yo, you see the Super Bowl colors? It's meant for the Baltimore and the... Uh, 49ers, the last, you see last year's Super Bowl colors was the same team, this, that, and third, and then it carries on, and then Twitter goes on to it, and Instagram follows it, and so on and so forth. Look, niggas, every week, you know how much followers it is in the world? That's why I be like, the internet is niggas' playground. One nigga do a challenge, now you gotta do a challenge. Oh, let me do the challenge. Oh, there's a new challenge out, let me challenge. Cause you wanna be a follower, and just be part of some shit like, oh, I wanna do the challenge. You can make up a shit every week. It's a new challenge. Let's do this challenge, the ice bucket challenge. Oh, this motherfucker challenge, or this challenge. And then niggas is followers. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Some of that shit is fun, but some of them just don't want to be there. You ever go in, in, you go in the shade room or whatever, ball alert or whatever, and I think that it is realistically 20% of people with real opinions and the other eighty percent see what niggas is saying and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go with that." <laughs> like, right. yeah, yeah, I'm gonna just go with that because that's what everybody else is saying. So they follow just so they can fit in instead of really giving with they, their real opinion because they don't want to feel like I'm being bashed or bullied or anything else. You know, I didn't believe it in the beginning, and I'm not underestimating it now because people will be yeah. like, "Kim is insensitive," so on and so forth, and they'd be like. Oh, you're bullying a person, or you're bullying, and I'm like, bully on the internet, you get bully. Bullies sound crazy. It, I'm dead ass though, niggas. And, but see, the reason why you don't want to be insensitive because niggas be getting killing themselves, and yeah. and we don't want none of that, you know. And they be like, oh, I, this person felt they was getting bullied on the internet, and I'm definitely not insensitive to that. I'm just saying that I had to deal with real bullies, <laughs> like. It, it was like in-person bullies, you know what I'm saying? It was just different for me. And now that you have the internet, you you sit there and read all this shit, and now you get depressed or feel away because people are saying this or they don't agree with you. And that's just where I think it's at. I know I went a little further than uh, rigging the Super Bowl, but that's part of it. People following yeah. what people say. Yeah. It ain't just been that many people like, word, the Super Bowl's rigged? I'm going to go with his rig because the colors is the same colors. Yeah, fuck it, it's rigged. Yeah, let's go with rig. Rig sound good, murder? Yeah, yeah. let's go with rig. So that's what I'm saying. So I'm going to take OJ at face value and say, if you can't rig the Super Bowl or football game, you just can't rig it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Especially don't start the rigging on our night. <laughs> <laughs> Say that for next year. <laughs> I, I, I told my son that you were going to be hammering me tonight. Hey, yo. Hey, wow. yo. Oh, oh. Blueberry hey, juice. Wow, brother. That's Blueberry, what you're going to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I just roll past that one? Yeah. Um, there was a there was a lot of things going on at the game that we saw. We saw more clips of Taylor Swift chugging beers and a lot of clips of Ice Spice. So first, OJ, do you know who Ice Spice is? That's the first question. And then you guys' thoughts on all those other clips of the people at the Super Bowl. Well, you can skip me because I have no idea. You don't know who, who Ice Spice, Spice is at all? Oh, you don't Never know who Ice Spice is? I'm an older guy, guys. I'm, uh -huh. I'm an older guy. I don't blame you. Let's talk about Sinatra. No, not that old. But <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't even not that old. I thought old say he got granddaddy issues. <laughs> I was like, maybe you know. I thought you was I thought was maybe old knew. <laughs> well, no, I don't. In my opinion. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 what, what, the way I used to keep up 
was when I was driving my kids to school. So you hear the music on the radio that they were listening to, and you say, who's that? And you can keep up. Well, I'm not driving anybody anywhere now, so I, I, I don't, I, I'm not keeping up. So Ice Spice, where was he? And what was he doing? And why are we talking about him now? It's a her. It's a her. She. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that that girl that's up there? That girl that they be hugging and stuff, the two of them? Yeah, well, listen. Oh, let me tell you what happened, with, man. With Taylor Swift? Is that the girl that's up there make, with Taylor all the time? Yeah, well, no, not all the time. But well, what's going on is this. Uh, oh, and I'm going to be totally honest. And, 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 you know, we made Mesa the slice of pizza about her went on a date. It was, it was early in the show before you got on the show. And Ice Spice from the Bronx, she's super popping. Congratulations, too. Yeah. She had a commercial as well. Um, her career has really, really taken off the last year or two, and she deserves all the credit that she's getting. Fly, fly little mama from the Bronx. Mm -hmm. um, got her own image, got her own style. Don't really care what people say about her, so on and so forth. So I dig that about her. But what was going on last night, the Super Bowl, she was the token nigga. They needed some color up there. Everything was white, <laughs> and they needed a token to be up there. She was the nigga for that sweet. <laughs> That's what happened. They said, get ice up here. She made the commercial. She and listen, I don't act like I'm dissing. I said she's popping. I said yeah, super everything poppin'. I said, she's super duper popping. Shout out to the BX. Yeah, shout out to the whole shit, Fordham Road, High Bridge, Soundview, yeah. Co-op City, et cetera. Super popping. But that was a token nigga moment that they needed some color up there. Been real white up there the last few weeks. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happens. I'm glad she got that shine, though. It was a good look. Definitely. You agree, Mason? Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, y'all, we're going to go to break, and when we return, we will discuss the halftime performance. Don't go anywhere. She called this thing about toxic Four years and counting Got you feeling like an option Maybe I'm my own problem, babe She tired of hearing I don't know My stubborn in me won't fall, oh, oh Dealing with this thing called trust But she really thinking about She wanna be free Welcome back. Now let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. Tonight, the Warriors will play the Jazz. Going to talk basketball real quick. Steph Curry's at six and a half first quarter points. Do you have him higher or lower, Mace? Higher, higher, higher. They got to start playing to make the playoffs for real. I'm going to go higher. Did you see that nigga the other night against, against the Suns, right? Yeah, man, no, this was, those the games that count, too. Bro, that nigga is amazing, bro. That that last shot was crazy, bro. That was another game. I, I believe it's six straight games that Klay Thompson sits on the bench the last five, six minutes. That's crazy. How many championships Steph got? Three? Four, four. Four. If he, if he get five, I'm going to put him over um, LeBron. LeBron got four. They both got four. I know, but if he get five, I'm putting him over LeBron. Pause. Over LeBron get five before he get five. Damn. I got the money green suit on today. <laughs> I'm just asking the question. That's all. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking. So, so if LeBron get five and then one day stuff get five, they still even? LeBron really only got four, Cam. I don't count that, that um the bubble chip. So you, yo. say, so you saying, so you're not counting that? Nah, I don't. Are you saying that. he got three? Got three. You tripping, nigga? That's and the. And he rip. got two with a nigga he had to partner up with, so it's all suspect to me. I'm not mad at Golden State, but the reason I like Golden State is because they team outside of Andre Iguodala. Well, that's not true. That's a lie. I was about to say it's homegrown. Everybody <laughs> was drafted, but they got Kevin Durant. When they yeah. got Kevin Durant, it was solidified for two of them championships. So let's take the two away with Kevin Durant. He got two. Yeah, that's why I said if he gets another one. Okay, I'm not mad at Chess. I like Steph Curry. You're not gonna like really the find way out. he's the way he's played is like he's changed the game totally from what we thought a point guard would be growing up. Mm -hmm. 
we wasn't allowed to shoot jump shots. Yeah, everything <laughs> was to the right. Yeah, we like even when I got to college to play, I'm like niggas had mid range game, pause, three point <laughs> shot. I'm like we we was not allowed to shoot jump shots. In high yeah, that's school. why people think New York guards can't shoot because when you, when you're little, they always tell you get to the baja. That, that's, yeah, that's a get fact. Get to the bass. Like, yeah, that, that's a fact. We would not if you shoot a jump shot, you was almost out all the way the fuck out of yeah. pocket. It was like two niggas, Rich Salters, <laughs> and somebody else who could, was allowed to shoot jump shots. Niggas wasn't allowed to shoot jump shots. Well, that discussion will definitely have to be continued because I think a lot of people. Um, Draymond Green is at 22 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Do you have him higher or lower, Cam? Lower. Lower. Okay, and Colin Sexton is at six assists. Do you have him higher or lower, Mace? He from Atlanta. I'm going to go higher, pause. I'm going to go lower. Okay. Download the Underdog Fantasy app, and you can make your picks, too. We are joined back with our analyst, OJ. So we all know Usher was the Super Bowl halftime performance in general. Did you enjoy the set? OJ, what was your thoughts on the performance? I thoroughly enjoyed it because of my my granddaughter was dancing through the entire thing. And she came and sat next to me for a while and was trying to pop her fingers, which she couldn't do. Um, I thought it was entertaining. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining. I've seen worse. I thought the um, you know, since people pay me to tell the truth, I gotta tell the truth. I thought he started kind of slow. If they slow. didn't pay you, would you tell Damn. the truth, Mace? Yeah. Just since people pay you, they, do they gotta pay you to tell the truth? <laughs> if they didn't pay you, would you tell the truth? That's what I want to know. That's a great question. <laughs> I'm glad you asked that. Well, I'm actually here with a friend of mine, <laughs> and he brought me here to tell the truth. And what I'm working on, OJ, is to be an unbiased voice on television. So I, I want to make sure that my views and my commentary is never tampered with or swayed by any partnerships, any branding or anything like that. I want to be a very respectable and trusted voice. So with my take on the Super Bowl performance, I thought it was an amazing performance. But being a, you know, a guy that performed as well, I thought he started kind of slow. But once I think JD came out and he did whatever he did, JD got it rocking, and then Little John came out and it was just a wrap after that. And uh, and Alicia Keys, she she um did her thing too. Um, I don't know how Swiss felt about that hug at the last part, but it was a great performance. I was gonna bring that up. He's aggressive with people's yeah. females, man. Huh? Yeah, is it? I just it, spoke to Swiss. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, I shouldn't even pray for real. <laughs> yeah, I should yeah, just yeah. go on behind that man's yeah. wife. That's his wife, right? Yeah, and and he got a look on his face of deviousness. He knew it was a he knew it was a performance, so he was like, "We performing." Yeah, but she had a face like calm down a little yeah. bit too. Like he, <laughs> I should, I should got, I don't know what he gets out of this. <laughs> I should got a thing for being. With he people. got that. Thing. Yeah, man. Like you know, I, you know, me and Swiss have been doing a little couple things the last couple of weeks, and I had told I'm like, I, I, I'm mad. You know, me and Swiss always been cool, but I'm just saying like. Yo, must my man joint like yo, my <laughs> nigga, calm down, my nigga. And he got the face of Tom Alicia Keys. I don't even think that's part of the performance. They was dancing. She did a push off, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he was getting too close. <laughs> it's like he's, he's dancing, but when they get to the sensual pause, he just goes real aggressive on the nigga yeah. wife, yo. Yeah, like yo, my nigga. Um, what I have to say is this: is that. Uh, about the after, first of all, I thought it was great yeah, from beginning. Yeah, shout out to Usher, that was a great. Yeah, it was a performance. great performance. I have to say this, man. For all these years, I've been listening to music and been in the music industry. That Atlanta wins, bro. Yeah, Atlanta wins, bro. They they stick together. <laughs> they yep. may get in a little dispute here and there. This is years and years and years of relationships. And not and everybody shows up for everybody in Atlanta. New York niggas want to fight. I done seen them fighting in Houston with each other. LA niggas don't get along with yeah. each other. Chicago niggas is killing each other. <laughs> Atlanta wins when it comes to every time. It stays to being united. St stays when it comes to doing features for each other. 
uh, when it's time to come out for somebody, they yep. show up, they show out, and they win. At the very end of the performance, he was like, I brought A-Town to the world. Him and Luda was going back and forth. And I was like, these niggas win, bro. They get yeah. it. These niggas show up for everybody. Look, when's the last time you see Lil John Luda? And I know it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. All together, and it was lit. I'm mad they didn't do the slow jam. That yeah, was, that's what that, I thought they was going to do. That was my shit. I was waiting for that. But Lovers you know, and friends. Yeah, yeah, I was waiting for that. I was like, oh, they about to go crazy. But you know, you got a, a certain amount of time you can do shit. But I just, bigger bigger than the Super Bowl, which was a sensational show, Usher. Very, you know, I, I was hoping you brought the roller skates out. Yeah. You did. It that was, was fire, yeah, too. Yeah, really fire. Other than sliding under the nigga leg, I ain't know. Yeah, I, I ain't with all that, neither. If you ain't with the glow trotters, yeah. I ain't really with all that. <laughs> but it was a fire performance. Yeah. I think he could have took Love in the Club out and and put um, Lovers and Friends in, just yeah. being honest. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Um, I like I like the whole thing, but like I said, I actually did a sensational job, but just bigger than the performance. Atlanta, y'all get a lot yeah. of credit. I know y'all get your little disputes here and there, and little little fringy there, but y'all always end up being cool. Mm-hmm. Nobody really gets too hurt behind it, and they make up and end up being fucking around with each other for us. But I think Atlanta as a whole, music wise, even with yeah. Gucci and Jeezy when they did the verses, they they stuck together on that. Like let them come out, yeah. and even did somebody that died. Yeah, exactly. Not only that, you got to think about for T- the win. T.I. and Ludacris, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, they end up fixing it. So uh, I give a lot of credit to Atlanta musically, and um, y'all win. Y'all win. <laughs> y'all definitely win. Why do you think New York um, artists don't do that? It's something in the water. <laughs> I told niggas. Niggas be pocket watching. There's a lot of pocket watching. How much you getting? Yo, I swear to God, I was looking... I was looking at a at a meme, not a meme, a video of all the wild shit that go on on the train. They had like a shit that goes on on the train. Then they had niggas on 42nd Street going crazy. And it was just like a two and a half minute video of New York shit. And I said, I really believe that the government experimented with us. <laughs> I'm going to make all these niggas crazy. It's something wrong with all of us. <laughs> I really believe the government threw us in this city and did some shit to all of us. That's why it's called a project. That's exactly because it's a project. It's a project. It's a project everywhere, but I think New York should... You got to think about New York City projects. Outside of Chicago... It's no other projects like New York, New York City. You got 30 buildings with 29 floors in each building. <laughs> Imagine a lady that's 75 years old and lives on the 27th floor and the elevator don't work. And, and it's summertime and it's 90 degrees. That's fucked up. You yeah. got to sit there and wait for the elevator to work. That lady cannot walk up 27 flights. It's poop in the stairway. It's piss on the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> and it's regular. <laughs> And when you walk in a project in New York, you say, this project, it smells like project. You could be somewhere else and smell, smell. <laughs> You could be somewhere else and smell. I should be like, yo, it smells like the project. Well, in regards to the Usher part, because I can't really have a take on the New York part, I thought it was an amazing performance. I love the roller skates. I really wish I was able to go to his residency because he put on a show. So talking about that performance out of all the Super Bowls that you guys have seen, do you guys have a favorite halftime performance? I I do. My favorite is a couple years ago, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, 50, because that's the first time you've seen hip-hop at the Super Bowl. Like I could go with that. Yeah, like I almost had to tear my eye that niggas was crip-walking at halftime of the Super Bowl. Niggas niggas had blue flags on (laughs) crip-walking at halftime of the Super Bowl, man, and uh, to me, I'm not saying that was probably the best performance. That's my favorite, even though it was a like, spectacular performance. Uh, you could say Beyonce. You could sit here and say uh, Beyonce was fire. Yeah, Beyonce was really fire. But for me, as a growing up in hip hop, just to see hip hop at half a whole hip hop show, mm-hmm. not a feature, not a somebody singing a little, a, you do a little part. This was a whole halftime of hip hop. Uh, so that's my favorite one. My favorite Super Bowl performance was um, Rihanna. I, I thought Rihanna's um, performance was crazy. And um, 
Justin Timberlake with Janet Jackson when the breast popped out. That was one of my favorites. Bring Man by Neva. Not for the breast, but it, that was the, it's just the that's way the you one we remember. Yeah, I, I'm gonna keep it hundred for the brush for me. <laughs> okay. It was the brush for me. Niggas play too much. Niggas said not for the breast. It was the brush for me. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Okay. And then OJ, what was your favorite Super Bowl halftime performance? And Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson had the best one though. I was gonna say Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh, I uh, thought you were gonna say him. Elvis Presley, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say Madonna, or Dolly Parton. Oh, you've been here a long time, oh. You see every halftime performance, oh. I'm the halftime shows, you know. Yes, sir. I, like I, I lived in L.A. for the, when the first Super Bowl came. The tickets were eight dollars, and they didn't even sell out. I mean, it's hard to believe now, and you're paying thousands of dollars for the tickets now. But uh, I've I've gone to most of the Super Bowls, not all of them, um, and I've seen virtually all of the halftime shows because you see them no matter where you are at the game or not. Yeah, you know. So, but Michael's my favorite. Oh, didn't Prince do halftime as well? Right? I'm sure he did. Yeah. I, after seeing after seeing Usher, I really I really think um, Jay Z and them gotta get um, um, Chris Brown at half halftime. Chris Brown will be nuts. That's the next one to do. You know, Chris Brown. First of all, I was thinking the same thing. But Chris Brown saw that and said, yeah, "I'm next." Chris Brown is probably calling niggas right now. <laughs> Come on, Chris Brown is probably calling. They have a rehearsal right tonight. Yeah. <laughs> You saw that? You saw that? No, he ain't do yeah. that right. He, he ain't, ain't that. do that right. I would have put a backflip on that nigga. Yeah. Chris Brown's my favorite performer, though. Awesome. Okay, quick little fun one before we go into the NFL honors and the awards. So Drake put a $1.1 million bet on the Chiefs to win. Because of some of his failed bets, people have started calling it the Drake's Curse. Is this something that you've heard of? And then what do you think now, knowing that the Chiefs have won? Well, I'm, glad he got some, <laughs> I'm glad he got some of his money back. I haven't really heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, I'm happy for him that he got some of his money back today. I just told niggas about these challenges and shit. I ain't yeah. got time for that shit. I'm cool. Yeah, they say whoever Drake goes for a lose, and that's not the truth. There we go. Okay, and then let's talk about the NFL honors ceremony. Lamar Jackson won MVP, making this his second career NFL MVP award. He is the youngest quarterback to win the NFL MVP award twice. How do you feel about him winning? OJ first. Well, I yeah, if I was voting, I would have voted for him. I thought he was the MVP. I'm just glad that they give him another award out, you know, like uh, top, uh, most valuable offensive player, you know, uh, for years. Uh, it was MVP, and then then it was nothing else. You got these great players uh, like this year, McCaffrey, who now he gets the most valuable offensive player award. I, I kind of bitched about it. Uh, for years, even when I was with ABC, I mean NBC, and saying you can't just give the award to a quarterback, you got to give an award to the other players on offense, and you can make the quarterback the MVP of the, the, as the quarterback, but you got to have an award for all of these other great offensive players. And we saw this year, I think it was McCaffrey that got offensive player of the year. Uh, so yeah, I, I I thought. I thought the right guys won. Yeah, I'm a, I'm going to agree with you on that, oh, cuz even when you hear people talk about game changers and stuff like that, they always think of people on the offensive side when it's when a lot of times it could be a person on special teams defense that make all of the difference like we saw today or yesterday. Yeah, um, I think Lamar Jackson deserved it. I agree mm-hmm. with, oh, um, they're doing that in the NBA now. You know, they have a league MVP 
for the regular season, and then you get that MVP award and get bumped out in the first round, and so a lot of people started complaining. How is he getting? How is he the league MVP and he loses it in the first round? So now what they're doing in the NFL now you get a playoff MVP, whoever wins in the Eastern Conference and whoever wins in the Western Conference, and then of course the Finals MVP. But um, yes, I think Lamar Jackson deserved it. Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey deserved what award that he got. Miles Garrett got Defensive Player of the Year. He deserved that as well. But what I want to ask you and Mace is, um, and I'm happy about it. This is I'm totally happy about mm-hmm. it. But I'm not sure if there's enough games, you know, like how they're doing in the NFL. What do you guys think about? And I, I, would, I would say yes, but I'm not sure because of the games, amount of games he played. What do you guys, OJ and Mace, think about Joe Flacco getting comeback player of the year, being that he didn't play all year, but he won the award? We're gonna let O go first. Oh, I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't. It's hard for me to see that happening. I, I gotta think there's some uh, defensive linemen, offensive guards, and stuff who probably played the whole season after being hurt last year that played this year, uh, and they probably more deserved the comeback player of the year. Um, uh, he had a couple of good games. Uh, no, it ain't no. not to cut you off. Or it ain't about seeing it happen. It happened. He's the yeah. comeback player of the year. I'm yeah. telling you. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't see it. Okay. I don't see him winning that award. To me, I don't see it. Right. But I'm just saying that I. I don't agree with um, with the thought process uh, that the league has that he would be the guy to win. You cannot tell me there's no. You know, as I say, offensive lineman or defensive lineman who sat out. Uh, last year, who came back and started for their team the entire year this year, and uh, and did well. Uh, Flacco, you know, he he had some good games when he came back. You know, but um, I I don't know. I wouldn't have voted for him. I would I would I would have voted for him. Oh, I'm gonna go against you all day today. <laughs> I would have went for him, and let me tell you why. <laughs> That's just like if you sip your blue juice right now and you go out there and get a 1,000 yards, oh, if you get 750, we got to vote you in, oh. We would have well, to vote you to as the comeback first player. All, first of all, you're talking to me. I ain't going to get no 750. Yeah, but I'm I saying if you did. Woo! Talk that talk, like, Don't disrespect no, yeah, yeah, my bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, if you go back out there and get seven, get 1,700 yards, oh, we got to vote yeah. for you, even if it was four games. That's the juice. Yeah. But I don't think they would have ever considered me a comeback player. I got hurt a couple of seasons and uh, missed half a season, but the next season, uh, I, I I run for eighteen hundred yards, and nobody had me in it in any comeback category, you know. So uh, you're not uh, a comeback I, nigga. I, oh, I, I like that I, pause. I, I had me as a comeback guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> I can go with that. And then last question before we wrap. So C.J. Stroud won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Christian McCaffrey won Offensive Player of the Year. I know you guys kind of said that you feel like they deserved it, but were these the winners you expected? O.J. first. Yes. Stroud, for sure. Yes. I thought by midseason, he was already the Rookie of the Year. And, uh, uh, I mean, uh, McCaffrey, McCaffrey had a hell of a year. I mean, uh, uh, way back in the day, and they would give that MVP award to people other than just quarterbacks, um, he would have had a chance of, of winning the award, you know, the top award. But uh, now that they, you know, give it to um, Offensive Player of the Year, uh, he deserved to get it. Uh, he had a hell of a year. He's a hell of a player. I'm a big fan. Yeah, and he's also the um, – the- the third, um, what they call a rookie quarterback, the duo with a rookie coach to um, win a playoff game since, um, who was that? Um, I wrote it down. Mark Sanchez and Rex Ryan, Joe Flacco yeah. and Harbaugh. So he definitely deserved it. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a CJ Stroud fan. I'm just looking at some of these awards. These motherfuckers going to figure out how to put these white people in no matter what. <laughs> it don't matter, man. It don't matter. Lamar Jackson takes the MVP, so now you know here's what we'll do. We'll make Christian McCaffrey, I know this is your team, oh, offensive player of the year. FedEx Air Player of the Year, Brock Purdy, the FedEx Air Player of the FedEx. Year. The FedEx Air Player of the Year. How is he? How, he's the FedEx Air Player of the Year. Hold on. Jim Brown Award. That's super nigga niggas, black on black. Black on black <laughs> Who nigga. Who won that award? Christian McCaffrey. Come on, oh. <laughs> that, Come on. That, <laughs> the Jim Brown the Award. The Jim Brown Award goes to Christian McCaffrey. Oh, you know better than this now. Come on. Come on now. This is just this is just uh oxymoron at his yeah. highest at his highest level. Christian McCaffrey gets the Jim Brown Award? Nah, a nigga got to be black. Whoever get the Jim Brown Award, I don't yeah. care how that go. Christian McCaffrey. So let's hold on. I, I missed one. So the FedEx Air Player of the Year is Brock Purdy. Christian McCaffrey. We already got an Offensive Player of the Year. The Jim Brown Award. Uh, the Jim Brown Award. And since Brock Purdy got the FedEx Air Player of the Year. Why don't we just get the FedEx Grand Player of the Year to Christian McCaffrey as well? <laughs> <laughs> the UPS Ground yeah, 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 we, Delivery we'll figure, Award. Yo, don't worry about it, y'all. We'll, we'll figure it out. We got y'all. We'll make sure that you, I know you didn't get that, but we'll make sure y'all niggas go home, award it up. <laughs> well, okay. Hold on, oh, what you think about this Jim Brown Award? Last thing before we go with the Christian McCaffrey. What you think about that? Well, I, I don't understand how it, uh, it, it, it different, uh, you know, the difference from just the offensive uh, player award. I know they won't honor Jim because Jim passed this year. Uh, no, it's mad awards I didn't even name. It's a lot of awards. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, unless he's working in the ghetto, unless he's working with the gangs and, and down in Watts and stuff, all the things that Jim did. Uh, I, I think if you're going to give the Jim Brown Award to somebody, he's got to be somebody that reflect uh, uh, reflects Jim's life and the things that Jim did. My nigga. My nigga. Kaepernick. <laughs> that nigga. Oh, that's, that's the old yeah, we've been waiting on. That's the old we've been That's what he's talking about. Oh, are you? Are you? Are you? <laughs> you got that. Kansas City helmet he got. Jesus Christ. He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I had to take it today. I got it today. Uh, I had to take it. Well, OJ, thank you for being here, and we're glad to know that you are okay. Yes, that is sir. great yeah. news. Yes. Thank you. Of Thanks course. for asking, too. Of course. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for watching. And as always, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, Super Mac, like when they doing them two for five.